people in the NFL, his family has received. It's just from, I mean, really the entire country. I mean, shows that this is so much bigger than the game of football. Hamlin's goal of 2500 bucks has been met. As of Wednesday night, it was over $6.6 million. For more on the Black and Gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold report has been brought to you by Rouse's Markets. For unbeatable quality and shopping made easy, try our pickup and delivery options. Come shop with us. Rouse's Markets feels like home. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Markets personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets feels like home. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe Septic at viscom.net. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003, the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline. We are live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Chef Scotty to my right. John Forte to my right as well. Lee eagerly awaiting to give his opinion here as well. He crushed spaghetti and meatballs. John crushed an Italian sub. Meatball sub. Delicious. Yeah, you, you're doing a good job now. I'm about a third away into you're the salad. Really here. good, uh, uh, Actually, the salad looks a lot better now that you've <laughs> fixed it all up. I, uh, I garnished it with, um, wasabi ranch and honey mustard. I'm sure you'll be eating some, uh, Onion rings in a minute. And well, you know, I might run out of time. Might run out of time. 119-108. Pelicans get the win last night over Houston. 24-14 and now on the season. Into tonight's action in the NBA. Pelicans are a half game out of first place. Two full games in front of Dallas. Saturday's opponent, tomorrow night, the 11th sellout of the season. We'll see Pels take on the Brooklyn Nets. They lost last night at Chicago, snapping their 12-game win streak. West Bank, Rick, I know you were there in the building last night. Sir, how are you today? Hello, West Bank, Rick. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. How are you? I was just saying Happy New Year to uh, John and Scotty. Um, Happy New Year, bro. Uh, I, I, I want to ask, were y'all trying to sell me some snake oil about what my state plan on doing next year? Uh oh! You call it snake oil? I'm giving it. I'm giving two different paths as to what it is. I I think this team can do, should do, or, or may do. I don't know. What What do you think? I'm I'm gonna ask this question because I know the first thing when the season started, we was worried about the offensive line. Yep. Um, it it did get better towards the end, but the whole season it was still the offensive line. Remember one time I called? I said I didn't know the first player to uh, call was. To jump offside. 
<laughs> and so my point is, is that I plan on seeing the same thing next this uh well this year when the season starts with us having problems with the offensive line. The another thing was the having all our uh, defensive players, the secondary working together. We we I don't think we ever had our secondary working at full strength. We never really seen what that product looked like with them together. Um, and then the quarterback situation, I mean, we don't even have a quarterback whisperer on our team to even, uh, I guess, waste a draft pick to even go get a quarterback. I may sound like a Debbie Downer, but I love my Saints. And when they're doing good, I will give them the athletes. But right now, I'm looking at how they're not progressing. They're degressing. So that's what I see with the the, uh, the Saints. Now, for the, the Pelicans, I always looked at the, the team where when they went out their starters, the ball moved a lot better and not stick to the uh, player's hand as, as long as they did with the starter. Uh, uh, last night, they did pretty good in that first half. I think they only turned the ball over five times. And then later on, they, they got a little lackadaisical with the, with the play. But the crowd, like, I, when y'all just mentioned to me that's the 11th sellout, that is amazing. I don't, I don't think I've ever been in that building where we had 11 straight sellouts ever. <laughs> well, the the Nets tomorrow will be the eleventh. Yesterday was the tenth. Oh. One but of the players made a already sold. Best crowd in the NBA. I mean, it's incredible when you think it's about a reach. it. The way yeah. it's going, but it's um, I think it makes a difference. And I think tomorrow night against a really good Brooklyn Nets team, it can be a difference maker. It's going to help. I think the guys off the bench, you know, get that energy. And the crowd is is doing a great job. I uh, I wonder if we're going to have shirts that say we are the six men. <laughs> all twelve of them. All, all twelve. Oh, members. and I got, I got, I got my Boom Machine shirt too. So uh, even though they oh, didn't nice. boo real loud for Eric, Eric Gordon, I went and bought me a Boom um, Boom Machine shirt just to let people know I can. That's I like where that. the Boom Machine is. Yeah, remember the uh, <laughs> Phoenix Suns television color analyst accused the Pelicans of using a yes. artificial Boom Machine yes. to make it loud for Chris Paul. Yes. Boom Machine. Yeah. Boom Machine. The well, boom machine. I'm just saying. That's what he's a nutcase anyhow. <laughs> there it is. All right. Thank you, Westman Quick. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you. I'll take my call. Yep, for sure. So, what do you guys think? Like, how, how, how do you think the Saints? I just got to what, what, What's the thing. most important thing? Go ahead. How about them Dolphins? Where no, is Roy, You've been kind of quiet. I, you know, I I'm looking around right now. Is he, is he showing up today? Uh... You know, and we're on the street. I you mean, you can what? at least honk by us. You know, I mean, and I hope he's paying taxes on that croaker he owes me. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Roy. You know, we were never going to see that. Poor, poor Roy. He bet. I think the entire fan base didn't he bet the entire Saints fan base? Um, I think he bet Lee too. He bet everyone. You know, and he wanted to bet that yeah. the Saints would have a, a worse record. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, man, and, and he came to me the day after we supposedly made a bet that yeah. I didn't even remember. Yeah. And and I went oh, okay, and I paid him. Yeah. And I'm still waiting. Still waiting. Not even contact. Patriots. Well, what eight was your eight. bet? Yeah. Dolphins eight and eight. The Steelers Dolphins eight wouldn't eight. win thirteen games. Oh, that's that oh, was that's not happening. Wait, it's only one that's, left. That was, that's, <laughs> that's what he made with you. Yes, I wish I'd have known that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, my goodness. Jack and River Ridge and I were holding our breath on that one. Yeah. So, what what direction? Because, I mean, like I said, immediately you're thinking quarterback is sort of the need. Now, to what well, that's what stands saying, out. Right. That's but what to stands what Rick is sort of saying, what if you play the – because, again, I think these are all the discussions you're going to have in a, in a room, in a meeting room next week, right? Right. Okay, well, how about the injuries? And I know how you stand on it, but I'm just saying, one t- the topic of discussion will be, okay, how good are we if we're not as injured? Right. Which is a dangerous game. Yeah, it's a dangerous game to play. because, But that's two straight years that you've been injured. But the Saints injuries have come at the most inopportune no, time. I, I'm with at you. At the worst position But how possible. dangerous is it to sort of say... I mean, is it like, I guess I'm trying to use an analogy, it's probably a terrible analogy. But in the restaurant business, it would be like, well, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's cold outside or it's raining. And then people will come in and we've had bad weather, which I know can affect it. But is it the food that's attracting people or not? You know what I'm getting at? Like, I know there's injuries, but I think it's dangerous to say that we're better than we are if we're healthy. Because that's a big if. I don't know if you're going to be healthier. Who's going to get injured next year? What if it's Alave? What if it's Camaro? We all know you, that. You get what I'm yeah. getting at? What What if it is? Everybody what if it's Penning? I just. What if? It's, I just really need them to win Sunday. <laughs> because it gets them to eight wins, right. and I've got a wage. Okay. <laughs> so you get what I'm getting at, though. I, I. I. I just. This team's got to build. I think from the inside again and be strong. They've got a lot of work to do, you know, and and I I, and I just think, think the quarterback. Personally, I think the coach just, they have will yeah. stabilize this team, but he's got to make some changes. You well, know, that's on the, the that's side. the key thing. What Scott said, there's changes need to be made. Everybody's got injuries, but the Saints got to look at it right now. I think they can hold off on a quote, go out and get a quarterback first. They're not going to get a first round pick unless Sean Payton. But I would still say. There's enough quarterbacks. If you like Dalton enough, to, I can no, bring Dalton back. I can go get a Trubisky. And he there's no quarterbacks that's first round worthy. This right. Year. Correct. And not for the Saints because they can't. Unless, the only way they can get one is if Peyton. If Peyton, there's nobody worthwhile. So my take is, look, I'm just going to say you can shoot me all you want. I'd bring a Carlson Wentz in here, a, 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 a Mayfield. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not, not saying Trubisky. to start. I'm not saying to start. I like oh. Trubisky before, but he's terrible. I mean, yeah, what putting I'm him asking. in here, Scott might need some help waiting tables. What was his... It doesn't work in other cities. No. Here, here's what I'm What did he do of. in Chicago? Took Nothing. him to a playoff. Took him Nothing. to the playoffs. What are you talking about? The defense took him to the playoffs. Uh, and, and, a quarterback, and once and the it, defensive coordinator left to become a head coach... They didn't do well. If you're going to bring in a Mayfield, you need to bring in a coach. If a team that drafts you says bye-bye, let me say something. what does that tell you? There's a team right now holding on to quarterbacks that need to be saying bye-bye. It was helping them. There's a lot of NFL clubs right now with quarterbacks who stink. Let me tell you right now. I agree. Just because you're desperate at the position. Chicago Bears have a quarterback who does not deserve to be in this league playing quarterback. That kid can't throw a lick. Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Oh, come on. Oh, God almighty. Go look at his stats. (laughs) Look at his stats. Yeah, but he's on a bad team, man. Oh, here we go. Okay, but Justin Fields can at least score you a touchdown and make a player. There's only so many quarterbacks that can will their teams to win. Then you got Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson can't throw a lick, but he can run. Dude, Lamar, Lamar Jackson's an MVP. Hurt. He back. gets hurt too much. He man. gets hurt a lot. He can't throw. He gets Y'all hurt think he can much. throw? Come on. No, Come on. He can't throw. Here's the problem. I'm not going to give it. I, I got to so, so who is good? Who is good? Who is good in the league? In the league? There's yeah. a lot of guys good in the league, but the Saints just can't go get them. Right. So 
So what do you do? Give me the list. It's what I just told you, I think, what you do. You build your team from the inside out. Andy comes in next year. Okay. He's Who's backing Andy? The, I don't care who backs okay. Andy. My quote was, if you'd have listened to me before no. you started laughing. It ain't going to be Wentz and Trubisky. I'd rather Taysom Hill back up uh, <laughs> than, than, than that. He had his opportunity and, and, and failed. Okay, you're laughing at it, but failed. I legitimately think if we look at it this year, okay, because I don't All know right. if you'll be here next Thursday or not. No you're more than welcome to, but you'll be recovered <laughs> from surgery. Who is this year's offensive MVP for the Saints? Who is it? Who is it? Off- Off- Number 12? Chris Olave? Olave? I think it's Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Oh, come on. It's not even close. I think it's Taysom Hill, and it's not even close. Olave. Olave. The professor's Bring back Ian Book. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Book. Look, I'll come out of retirement after I have surgery this tomorrow. We could get Blaine Gabbert. I'd rather John Forcade than Mitch Trubisky. I'll come all back. Right, <laughs> I'll give you all I get. I'd rather say for John. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just John Forcade. Caden is prime. This team would be in the playoffs. Jo- Josh, no Josh, thank you for calling the sports hangover. What you got, man? Hey, John, you ought to get that quarterback. Hey, take my call. All right, Josh, what's up, buddy? Stick. So I've been listening the last two days, Gus, and you've been talking about all these quarterbacks, Barr and Garoppolo and, and Trubisky. And I, if you take away the quarterbacks in the NFC South, who has the best roster? Just take away the quarterbacks. Uh... In enemy, it might be Carolina. South? Well, it might I'm, be Carolina. I mean, Carolina's got a good defense. Tampa's got a pretty good roster. Enough. I like Tampa's roster without they just quarterback. Have to play well. I don't know. What's, what's the point you get in that, Josh? The, my my point is is that the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFC South is going to be a free agent. And not once have y'all talked about it in the last two days about him coming to play for us. Because he, he, he wouldn't come to New Orleans. Josh, he wouldn't. What? Okay. Why would he? Co- I don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Okay, you, if you, you watch any gonna, of the Bucks games, gonna, if you yeah. watch any of the Bucks games, the yeah. Bucks cannot run the ball or pass yeah. protect. Um, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill, who I'm still not a fan of and still has yet to get a touchdown against a bottom five rush defense. Uh, I, I think the O line and the quickest release ever in NFL history as a quarterback could probably do very well for our team. Why aren't people talking about Tom Brady coming to us? I mean, this is First he's the greatest all, we player. We can talk about Michael Thomas, Thomas probably yeah. won't even play. Well, Michael Thomas would be out of here. He, I, no, I think they got to keep him. I think he's back because he's signed. They have to keep him because he's signed. And, and, they and the pay. other thing, too, John, why, is why would, he, you're going, why would he go back to the worst rush rushing team of no, the he's NFL? Not. He's not going going I don't think he's going back to Tampa. I think he's going where Sean Payton goes. Right. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Would you go to New Orleans or would you go to the Jets? If you're Tom Brady. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I would probably go to New Orleans just because of the media. For, for the new, for the, uh, he, he, <laughs> I wouldn't want to go no, to the No, Brady Jets. has That's a brand, and if he doesn't do well in New York, he would get killed for it. And he has a brand. He doesn't want to diminish his brand. Right. He wouldn't go there, too. You don't play outdoors in that kind of weather. You would play right. in New Orleans I mean, in that kind of weather. But he's going to end up in I, either. I, Let me tell you, he might end up in a place called Vegas. Yeah, Why wouldn't he go to Vegas? Josh McDaniels. Well, like they're, Josh McDaniels. They're a dumpster fire, and their head coach is going to be fired very soon. No. Um, I disagree with that. So. Not after I, I mean, McDaniels will be gone soon. But I just want to hear some more talk about possibly Tom Brady coming here because he has been known to take less money for, to, to better his team. And, uh, I mean, we're talking about Carr. I mean, Carr's going to be $21 million. I, 
You think Tom Brady? Tom Brady's contract what do you is 25. Think, what, I mean, what do you, what I, do you I, think Tim Bay's problem right now is? I'm going to tell you what their problem has been all year long. Their offense coordinator has had a rough year this year without Bruce Arians there. All right, you think Brady's going to come to the Saints not even know who the heck the offensive coordinator is? It will not you know, Brady did. Brady did lose three of his offensive linemen starters before the right, season started. Right, the beginning of the season. Right, right. right. right Absolutely. And, and before this season started, I mean, the New Orleans Saints have had a, a top-five offensive line probably the last six or seven years, and we're known for getting those diamonds in the rough. Why wouldn't he come here? Everything we have, everything for him. I, I, honestly, uh, other than the defensive uh, line which you talked about, Gus, which I do agree with. But I, 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 just, think, I want to hear man, some more Tom Brady talk. Yeah, I, I look, look. I love I'll Brady. I'll give but you some Tom Brady talk. You. He'll never be Joe Montana. <laughs> oh my God. See, and, and look, that that response just shows me that Saints fans. He lives. He lives in, in Saints fans' heads rent free. Tom Brady has been to more Super Bowls than Drew Brees has won playoff games. So that's I, I just. Let's just talk about Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. And, you know, he would help us, other than uh, Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. Thank you, guys. Look, I'm with you. I, I'm the one saying I mean, the Carr, it, Garoppolo it's, it's thing. It's not possible. It's just not going to happen. Tom I mean, Brady is going to be. Yeah, it would be great. Tom Brady, but Tom Brady, Josh, at his where he's at in his career, is like Sean where he's at. He's going to choose right. very carefully where he goes. What coach he wants, he wants to play to win for. A Super Bowl. What situation's best for him and all that? Okay. Tom Brady ain't living w- in New Orleans. Period. If Sean was here, yeah. absolutely, I think that'd be a possibility yeah. because they tried to do that. It right. was going to happen, and then Drew didn't retire. So much so that Roy's Miami Dolphins got fined right. for illegally contacting Tom Brady and Sean Payton behind their backs to bring him to Miami. So that's twice they've been lumped together. So I absolutely think if Sean takes a job somewhere else for one year, I think Tom Brady goes in as his quarterback. I agree. The so that's why I'm not talking that, about it's it. not going to be in New Orleans. Then it might, it, look, oh, Indianapolis? It could be Houston. Nobody's talking Houston. Yeah. Houston got mm-hmm. picks. Houston got a young up-and-coming team. Now, granted, Brady might not want to go there because they're not a contender. Right. But that's the only thing that will keep him out of Houston. But who's I think, the, I think the Raiders Houston, could be a contender? I think I do, too. The Raiders could easily be a contender. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they were a playoff team. Denver's the other team. You know? But yeah. Brady's not going to Denver because they got, you know, $230 million. Russell Wilson, boy. Is that, that could go down as the worst free agency. Easy. Yeah. Got to hit the quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue discussion. 800-998-1003. We're live at Francesca. By Katie's Deli and Pizzeria at Sporting over on ESPN New Orleans. Wow, it's that time of year again at Craig LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Great deals like never before. Never before. Shop now for a huge selection of new Toyotas in stock and more arriving daily. Great dealer discounts on all the new and pre-owned Toyotas in stock. Get two years free maintenance too. Just click and save at GregLeBlancToyota.com. But you've got to hurry to take advantage of these great prices. Greg's got the deals as your low-price leader. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, 220 South Hollywood Road in Homa. It's Mardi Gras time and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and 18 stall restroom trailers from everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors. Have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. Mardi Gras Day. Mardi Gras Day. No way. 
Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. After redshirting his first year at Ohio State, Joe Burrow spent the next two years as JT Barrett's backup. With the Wayne Haskins on the roster, Burrow didn't see much playing time and decided to transfer. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron zeroed in on Burrow and landed him. In his second season at LSU, Burrow led the Tigers to a 15-0 record, a national championship, and arguably the best season ever by a college quarterback. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. You know that feeling when your football team adds that one player with every skill they've been looking for? It's time your business knew how it felt too. LinkedIn Jobs taps into a network of over 850 million professionals to find the right people for your role. LinkedIn Jobs helps you narrow down to the most qualified candidates so you can start hiring the right people. Go to linkedin.com slash sports to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Chef Scotty, John Forgate, Lee. Ready to give your takes? Give me, give me my headset real quick. I think I just saw Roy drive by. No. <laughs> Not Roy. Saw a dolphin. When are we putting dolphin on the menu? I think game. Oh, okay. I don't think you can. Can you, can you put dolphin on the menu? Like, they're like, mine. <laughs> we can just, like, throw some catfish on there and call it dolphin, right? Dolphin, yeah. We'll yeah, just call it that. Just All right, Lee. So we can give the headset back to John here. Um, again, I, yes. It, it, it's, it, it stands out. It looks like the most apparent and obvious thing that you need to address. It's quarterback. But I'm kind of proposing if I was allowed in the meeting upstairs next week, I'd be like, guys, something to consider. Use your draft capital. Use your cash. Build that line. Cause it won't matter who your quarterback is. If you can't block. If, uh, but that's going to be the strength. Make that the strength again. All four teams in a division are looking for quarterbacks next year. Tampa's going to be looking for their QB. Who knows what Carolina's doing with who is going to be their, their coach. And this week, um, what, Jim Harbaugh and the owner spoke, Michigan coach. Does he come there? Who does he want for his quarterback? Whatever. You know, I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but Todd McShay has Atlanta drafting Will Levis out of Kentucky. I, I don't know if they're sold on Ritter uh, on that, but... My point is, it's now better than ever. Bring back Andy. Love what you did for us. See what happens. Maybe find a guy in the second or third round or something like that if you have that. If not, invest with your draft capital. See what happens next year. Worst case, you're a 3-4 win team. You're in the top five next year for guys like Jaden Daniels or whoever else that's going to come in the draft. But you've built your line. You can draft a quarterback. Next year in the top five, top ten, if you don't do well, rookie con- contract, everything, it just makes sense. If you go for Carr, Garoppolo, or anybody else, they're currently under contract. You're going to have to trade for them, and you're going to have to pay money for them that I think you can use elsewhere. That's what I would suggest. I might get thrown out the building because it does mean that you may stink next year. Well, you but that's what I'm going with because that's the way I go. If you're somebody in that building that goes, well, we'd be better if we wouldn't be injured. Great. Well, if you're not injured, then Thomas is back. Landry, maybe you can re-sign him back out here. The D-line, you know, if if Turner and Davenport aren't injured, then they can be better. If you are absolutely of the, well, if we'd have been healthier, we'd be better, great. Let's see it next year. 
Yeah. That's what I do. I, no, I actually, I actually think your, your path is probably the way they're going to go because if you look at it from the standpoint of, we talked about it yesterday when I told you, if you feel like Lamar Jackson is your guy and you feel like he's a franchise quarterback and, and you feel in your heart and your soul that he's the guy, two first round draft picks is nothing. If you feel like that's your franchise quarterback for the next eight to ten years. For who? For Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying. If that's it's expensive, man. If that's the way you feel. But if you don't feel that way, go Gus Rod. I would go Gus Rod. Bring bring Andy back. Uh, try to run it back with these guys. And like he said, build your line in the draft. Uh, build, get, get some couple of young guys. Because we already know maybe two or three of the defensive linemen won't be back next year. You know? So, yeah. Ooh. The Saints can't pay Lamar Jackson. Well, that's what I'm saying. Think about it. If you didn't have the defense you had the last couple of weeks, is that offense winning you games? I love Andy. He, he's, he's like, like Brian and Ole, he said several Thursdays ago right out here. Can he win you the games though? Hey. I mean, you look at Pickett and what he did on Sunday night. Right? Professor. That's why they went with him over Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky's Andy Dalton. Try not to lose us the game. It just you know, read the right play. He's going to be professional. But can you do that next level instead? So, you know, I, I think it's great. But if you look at it, in that game against the Eagles, they settled for field goals instead of touchdown. They struggled in the second half to score. Even in some of these games that they won or didn't win. Atlanta, they didn't score in the fourth quarter. I mean, so that's why I'm concerned. Before I go pay 250 and give first round draft picks or trade future draft picks, if that defense isn't as good as it is right now, and it ain't as good as it was last year. Right. And now I'm losing maybe Jordan. I don't know. Davenport, I don't know. But these are guys that you depended on and you thought were going to help you. Right. And if you're not going to be that good, you're gonna get smoked. Yeah. Because your offense, I, I just, I don't trust it just yet. Because again, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of I don't knows. So, because I have a lot of I don't knows, I can't do a deal like that. So let me ask you this. If, if next year is kind of like you saying, maybe a throwaway year, why don't you do this? I'll, I'll just go out and let me say it. Tell Taysom Hill he's the starter going into next year. And you work with Taysom Hill in the off season, and you work on mechanics, work on some print, some principles. Do like the Eagles, kind of maybe do. To your point, say it's a quarterback competition, and do that. Let him, uh, let him go into uh, into camp saying, "Okay, I got a chance to be the starter, a legit, a legit opportunity." And let's see if he let's see if he can get a little bit more Look, accurate. I legit, I legitimately think that guy's the MVP on the offense this year. Your best player. That stepped up out of nowhere, I think, would be Olave, obviously, doing that. I mean, he's a solid player. But Taysom Hill's thrown your deep balls. He's thrown your touchdown passes. He's rushed the football for you. He's done plays on the other side. I, I, you know, I, same thing. It's an interesting point, Lee, because if Sean Payton comes back, he's already said, right, publicly, nationally, on TV, that he's gonna make, he's gonna call Mickey Loomis for, for Taysom Hill. Now, is that chatter chatter or not? But, is that something that when you hire a new offensive coordinator is a question? How do you vision or envision using Taysom Hill? If I'm, if, if they call me up and say, hey Lee, 
Um, congratulations. You are the new offensive coordinator for next year. I'm rolling with Taysom because I see what he does to defenses. He stresses them out. They come in, they give you that quarterback power look, play action pass all day long and twice on Sunday. Yep. Here's something I just got here as well. Thank you, Lee. Yep. Uh, give John the, the headset here because a buddy of mine, Pat Fitzmorris, just texted me. Said, what about Tampa hiring Sean Payton? I like it. Tom's already there. You got a Fournette. Good you got the receivers. You got the defense. What about Tampa coming in and going, here's a check. I mean, my, my, my man, the owner's got money now. And he wants to win. He owns all kinds of things. Soccer teams. He owns Brady it. wants <laughs> to win. I'm just saying, that's maybe something that we haven't kind of thought Never about. Never thought about that yeah, one. Yeah. I, I but said but that. I did say Scott's early in the year. still speechless right now. I, I said earlier in the year, they got to fire this dude. Bowles. He's had his well, opportunity. He's uh, not. He's, again, if, I mean, think about that. Because, again, I, th- there's just been too many opportunities and things that have tied Tom and Sean. Right. And that's a situation where it doesn't matter if they give away the next two first-round draft picks. They got young they got players, players everywhere. Yeah, they got a young secondary, and then they get a lot of players who want yeah. to go play there too because oh, Sean Payton, he can get free agency man, I, and load I, up on some of these draft picks that they I, might. I lose. just got indigestion on the salad. Thanks, Pat. Ooh, because like that makes that. a lot of sense. I like to be that. Honest with I like because they need to have a fresh it, start. It table. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Everything's there. Yeah. Ooh, and the everything get to is play there twice a year. Oh, Scott, <laughs> Scotty, Scott. I don't know. How bro. would you like to go <laughs> twice a year again, Sean? In Champa Bay. Huh? Did you stomach it? No. <laughs> Scott's not happy right now. It's kind of like that realization of like, uh, I'm, my ex is doing what? Uh, really? Yeah. She, she married my wow. best friend? What? Wow. Oh. Well, I guess oh. happy for them. Ooh, that would hurt to see, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah I'd love to see it. I would love you know to what? see it. Brings a little more excitement our, to it. Our fantasy and betting expert, Ben Heisler, is next. Let's start with Maybe that. He'll what t- what yeah. odds would you put that we're not talking about? I'm thinking about the Chargers. I've thought about, you know, the Colts, maybe the Cardinals. But, yeah, you know, that's what it is. All right. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Struggle City this morning, Key. Yeah. Max and I have not had our coffee yet. The coffee machine is broken here at the seaport. 
and I, I don't know what to do. Well, we've ordered coffee. Water, water does not get me to where coffee gets yeah, me water's at great. the top of the morning. You, you drink, know what I mean? The point of water is to is to offset the caffeine from the coffee so that you don't get dehydrated. But water's not going to wake you Key's up. He's not a coffee guy. Key will have the random Red Bull every once in a while, which I don't know how you do in the morning. Yeah, you don't have caffeine in the morning, Key? I see you with Red Bull. Yeah, but didn't you just hear Jay say every now and then? Yeah. He doesn't do it. Can you hear that, Max? Come on now. Yeah, but I've seen it. I've seen his coffee. I've seen it plenty of nows. <laughs> I've seen plenty of nows <laughs> with the Red Bull. Yeah, coffee, coffee are for teachers, doctors, things of that nature. Not for me. Oh, coffee can't live without it. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. They're seeing a remarkable improvements happening for DeMar Hamlin. Hamlin communicating via writing. And the doctors say his first question upon waking up. What do you think was his first question? Did, did we win? Yeah, he won, who won the game? I read it. That's what he wanted to know. Who yeah. won the game? Who won the game? Ben Heisler, going to come to you on the on-deck circle. Kenny, thank you for holding on for a bit here while we're having our discussion. What do you have for us, bud? Hey, uh, I, John Forkater remember this. When we beat Philadelphia the other day, it reminded me back, I think it was either 1990 or 91, when, John, you started the last three games. And you played again. We played against the Eagles in the Dome, and we were out of the playoffs. And the Eagles had Reggie White and the and and coach. And I'm telling you, the hundreds of games that I ever went to, that is one of the most physical football games. I was sitting in the terrace, I mean, in the upper deck, and I could hear the hitting. It was the old-fashioned football where you could take three steps and hit the football. I know John got the crap knocked out of him. But it was an unbelievable football game where we beat the Eagles, and they actually they needed to win one game to secure the, the first seed, and they didn't get it. And we beat him. I think it was either week fifteen or sixteen. John, you it, it, it was a uh, nineteen. Right. It was nineteen eighty nine Monday Night Football, second to last game week. Uh, back then we had seven sixteen games. It was week fifteen, and we beat him pretty good in 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 the dome Monday Night Football. And you talk about a beating that I took. I know one thing. Reggie took my helmet, twisted. I was looking at it, the side of it. And he I got called. He, he got called for clotheslining <laughs> on the play because it didn't, it didn't wait. That wasn't that long after that. Andre Ware came in on a blitz. He nailed me. It took my helmet clear off. So I got back to back personal fouls on him. I took a beating in that game. And look, back then I got hurt. And I came out and I went back in with a slight little headache, but they didn't know all that because I wanted to play. Headache, right. a little headache. I went back in, but we ended up beating them. I yeah. can remember the screen pass to Dalton Hilliard, took it up the side for yeah. a touchdown. The one-handed catch by Eric Martin. I mean, we beat them pretty good that game. Knocked them out of division you, title. It was one of the most physical games I have ever been to, and I've been to hundreds of Saints games. But I remember to play to Dalton Hilliard. It was a screen pass, and yep. it kind of didn't go right. And you Correct. started scrambling, and then you hit him across the field. And it was on, I mean, and it was so good because they had they had Jerome Brown, they had Reggie White, they had that Buddy Ryan, and I mean we kept them out of the damn first seat. It was, it was, and then the next week you beat the hell out the Colts and knocked them totally out of the playoffs. That. We and took care of Buffalo in the snow. Buffalo in the snow. Yep, we had a, we had a good team the, back then that just had some issues. Yeah, we had a good run right there, but I, I still. 
that Philadelphia, us beating them the other day brought me back to that because they might not get the first seed now. Yeah, well, they got a, so, they got a tough one there. See what happens, uh, man. Thank it, you so yep, much, man. Yep, Appreciate the phone call. call, Kenny. Thank you, man. Yeah, Appreciate rem- it. Reminiscing. There it is. Yeah. Bringing you back to the day. Yeah, uh, that ben, was a heck of a defense, man. Well, we had a de- yeah, back then. They had a good defense, and we had a good defense. Yeah, we did. Ben Heisler. Our fantasy and gambling expert joins us as always, Ben Heisler at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S, the way to follow over on Twitter. Uh, good afternoon to you, man. Happy New Year. How are you? What's happening, fellas? Who's uh, ready for a little Panthers Saints action with uh, <laughs> a lot of movement? A lot of movement right now ahead in favor of the Panthers. And I, I got to be honest, I, this is a game that initially like, I was actually kind of intrigued by because there were still some scenarios heading in the last week that either of these teams right. still had a likely shot at the playoffs and then when the the line opened at Saints minus five I was like well yeah they're at home but it almost kind of feels like there's a lot more on the line for for Carolina trying to figure out what's going to happen with their head coach with their current Mm -hmm. quarterback that was that was probably the first bet that I made this week was was to take the 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 Panthers at plus five and, and sure enough we're starting to see this game get close to around three points or so so fascinating movement at least for a game that has zero playoff impact Ben, you bring up a very good point. Three of the last five games have been wins for the Panthers. They definitely seem to be playing for him and like him. And Darnold's looked like a pretty decent quarterback. I mean, that first half, he's throwing some dimes for TDs at Tampa Bay. What what are the odds that Steve Wilkes gets that job, or do you think it's Jim Harbaugh's to turn down since they've already chatted, the owner and he? I, listen, if, if Harbaugh is interested... I think if you're David Tepper, it's hard to put your team in a circumstance where you're saying, we had a chance to take Jim Harbaugh and we turned it down. Now, do I think that's necessarily the right decision to bring Harbaugh on board? I don't know. Obviously, he's had success at the NFL level and at the collegiate level, but you're talking about a guy that's very much involved in almost all the exclusive decisions. And with Wilkes, you have something known where – Players are playing hard for him. It's still a rebuilding team. You have the option to be able to be flexible, knowing that the quarterback position is still something you're trying to evaluate. I think they should keep him. I think he's been deserving of that opportunity. Um, he's done literally everything that they've asked of him, and they put themselves in playoff contention for a team that was amongst the worst in the NFL. I hope he gets the job, but I, I wouldn't put it past, especially if Harbaugh is legitimately interested. Yeah. I want to ask you this because a, a listener chimed in i hadn't really thought about it much brandon staley with the chargers arizona kingsbury we saw with the colts possible maybe destination for sean payton and he then he throws a wrench into my lunch and he goes what about tampa bay ben what are the odds (laughs) that tampa bay i mean look he's been linked to brady several times right brady's already there you have a pretty good football team there it's kind of already built in like, is, what, is he what about, still renting Alex Rodriguez's house? I mean, whatever no, it, it, it is, uh, but he's there. My point is, Ben, they're, they're demolishing like, it. Oh. if you look at it, why wouldn't you if you're Tampa? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I, that's a great I, – I, well, I think a lot of it is dependent on whether or not Brady wants to remain in Tampa. Right. That's been the conversation. The conversation is, you know, is Brady going to Las Vegas next year and joining up right. with, with Josh McDaniels, especially as they're moving on from Derek Carr. That's been sort of the, the discussion point there. So if Brady's no longer there, then there's no real reason for Sean Payton to take that job. At least I don't Agreed. think so, if you don't have a quarterback. Now, if they're able to, to turn Brady into... Like, I don't know. Like let, Let's say that there's a scenario on the table. And again, this is 
pure speculation speculation at this point. Let let's say they move Brady to I guess they're both free agents. That wouldn't really necessarily happen. But let's say Derek Carr finds his way to Tampa with with that line that's going to be healthy next year, with that set of weapons and Godwin and Evan, um, and a still a very strong defense that obviously took a step back this year, but but a lot of talented playmakers on that team. Is Sean Payton considering it? If Derek Carr is that quarterback, I, I think he would. I think Derek Carr's a good quarterback that was placed into a, a terrible situation this year. I'm not sold on Josh McDaniels as a head coach, despite one strong game from Jared Stenham. So I wouldn't rule it out, but I, I don't necessarily know if Brady is going to be there next year. And I think that's the cap. All right, Ben. AFC and NFC, the playoff picture is set except for the seventh seed, which makes some of these games pretty intriguing when you look at it, including our good old friend Roy with the Miami Dolphins, who we love to, to pick on. We love to pick on here. But so let's take a look at some of these games that really stand out that have some, I guess, playoff implications in it here. And it's the Jets and the Dolphins. Can Miami win this game? The line is Jets on the road, one point favorite. I think they can. I'm sure a lot of it is dependent on, um, you know, the health and status of Tua Tagovailoa. But the Jets have had all sorts of issues over the last several weeks, and they got Mike White back, and all the offense looked marginally better uh, without Zach Wilson. The, the defense did not have a good day at all, and that's been the calling card of this team. And it's also a Miami team that is familiar with them. So I, I think the line is reasonable. I think that obviously changes given the health and status of Tua. Um, and then again, I think it also depends on Teddy Bridgewater's availability. When he got went down, they had to go to Skylar Thompson. That that drastically, you know, drastically changed everything too. Bridgewater's been amongst the best quarterbacks in NFL history at covering the spread as an underdog. So if he plays, that that considers a, a change in my mind for the odds. Likely makes the Miami Dolphins favorites and deservedly so. But I think it's just a matter of, of health. For Miami, if it's going to be Skylar Thompson, I think it makes sense that the Jets are favored in that game. All right, I got one. This is John Forkett asking this question. It's kind of a game where don't need it, but do need it. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing against the Giants, and I believe they're a 14-point favorite in this game. How do you see the Giants coming in to play in this game? Do they rest their players knowing that they, they can't you know, jockey for position better than where they're at now, but Philly has to win it because the Cowboys are right up their heels? Yeah, they, they have to win it. These are always games that um, feel like they're easy bets, right? Because one team might be resting guys. Uh, the other team has everything to play for. But the NFL is a weird beast, as you guys know. Uh, and we were talking, I heard you guys talking about that same scenario back in, what, 1989? When the Eagles needed to get that, that number one seed? I, I think about a yep. couple of years ago when the Patriots were trying to get the number one seed. And Miami and Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up beating them. That allowed Kansas City to move up to get the number one seed in the playoffs. Like, teams that don't necessarily have something to play for, those are a lot of times scenarios and spots where they come out and they play relaxed and there's not pressure and they don't make mistakes. Like, they're just out there playing football. So, 14 and a half is a lot of points. I'd probably look at it from the perspective of maybe you go ahead and, and take a team like the underdog in the first half and then when they really start to rest guys and the other team has a chance to, to go ahead and pile on up, right. maybe you bet them live. But, I mean, it's the NFL in a division game where there's still going to be something to play for, and nothing would make the Giants happier 
and putting the Eagles in a spot where they could lose out on the playoffs or lose out on, on the number one seed because of them. So it's not something that I'm going to go ahead and just absolutely put everything on. Um, I, I think that's kind of a game that you, you kind of bet it based off the scenario in which it's taking place. And 14 and a half in division game is, is too many points, at least for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, hey, man, Scotty Craig. How you doing, pal? Hey, Scotty. Um, the Cowboys and the Commandos. What do you think? <laughs> can, can, there's a lot of angst in his voice. There can the Commandos reason. keep it close? <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, Washington's eliminated, and in that game, um, what is it, a seven-point game? Seven points. But they're also playing, uh, they changed, they went to Howard as a quarterback for this game. Jamie? That's no, the true. Howard kid from North Carolina. They, they let him start this game. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I kind of like it. Like, you, you've already know that, that Carson Wentz isn't the guy. I, I was still a bit surprised they went away from Tyler Heineke, but you might as well, given the fact that you're eliminated, see what this Howell kid has. Um, He's a pretty nice ranked prospect coming into the draft. Like, got a lot of versatile tools. Good guy that can move around in the pocket. Accurate passer during his time in North Carolina. Playmaker. Um, and they'd love to do the same. And I think it's also in Washington, which which kind of changes the perspective, too. I, I feel better about the Cowboys, and especially that defense, taking care of a rookie quarterback playing in his first game, especially, you know, on the road and, and having only to cover seven points as opposed to 14, 14 and a half. So I, I like Dallas to cover there. I haven't bet it yet, but um, it's going to be a game that I'm certainly going to be following the, the line movement throughout the course of the week, and if it starts to tilt one way or the other, uh, that's likely an indication that the Sharps are on one side. Ben, Sunday Night Football, Lions and Packers. Who would have thought, right, the beginning of the season, Packers and Lions would both have the same record and both basically be playing for a spot in the playoff. What Campbell's done and I guess really what Rodgers and the Packers have been able to kind of do after a slow start. Green Bay, four-and-a-half-point favorites in Lambeau. 30-degree weather. It's basically spring over there. Yeah, I, I think what's going to be really interesting is what happens as a result of the Seahawks game. Because remember, if Seattle wins and they're six-point favorites, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Rams, that basically eliminates the Lions from playoff contention due to the tiebreaker. So the Lions would then go to that game likely as a massive underdog as opposed to four and a half. Seattle loses, then it's whoever wins that game uh, is going to the playoffs in the final spot in the NFC. So if you like the Lions, I would wait until that Seahawks game Good is point. done to, to probably get a, a much better line. And remember, this is a Lions team that even if they don't get into the playoffs, they're going to play hard. Like That's kind of been a staple of Dan Campbell coach teams. They've been one of the best teams covering the spread even though their record hasn't been good uh, over the last two years since he's been the head coach, they're top five in against the spread percentage. So I, I think right now, if you like Green Bay, this is probably the best time to jump on board, four and a half. Um, but given the current state of what might happen in the Seattle game, I think the, the consensus is that, well, the Lions have nothing to play for anymore. I, I think the opposite. I think they would love to end that season um, feeling really good about themselves and knocking the Packers out of the postseason. And you can probably get it at a much better line as a result of what happens at that Rams Seahawks game. Now the weather's going to be a factor too. Now it's like twenty-two degrees in Green Bay. And oh, that's I don't know spring. De- yeah, that's but I don't spring. know if Detroit's spring. able to play <laughs> outdoors. You're playing <laughs> indoors. Uh, I tell you, man, it's, it's going to be interesting, man, um, to see how the season's kind of gone. And and obviously, the news that just came out a little bit ago that the NFL is not going to resume the 
the Bengals and Bills game. Uh, and, and just great news, though, to, to, to hear that DeMar Hamlin's not only awake, but the uh, the hospital coming out about an hour ago saying he's communicating via handwriting. He asked who won the game. He's holding hands with family. That's definitely the direction we want things going, man. Obviously, we talk about sports. We talk about winning and losing and betting and all that. But that that's, uh, that's the kind of news we all want to hear this Thursday afternoon, right? Of course. Um, you know, it's it was a transcendent moment for not just the NFL, but for NFL fans and for the NFL community. It's one of those spots where you remember where you are the moment that it happened. It, um, the, the after effects of, of watching it and, and seeing it unfold and the players' reactions, I, I, I'm yeah. never going to forget that. Never going to forget Josh Josh Allen you know, and Stephon Diggs with their, their hands in their faces and um, Tredavious White crying. Um, so thankfully, that's always the most important thing. But... Um, yeah, you're, you're just you're very thankful in, in such a violent game that, that he's going to be okay. As always, man, appreciate the time. Ben Heisler uh, will transition a little bit not only to the playoffs, but a little NBA action here as well when we talk to you, sir. Looking forward to it, boys. Be good. And always right, a pleasure. At Benny Heis, H-E-I-S, the way to follow over on Twitter. 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. If you'd like to chime in, it's John Forkade, Chef Scotty, Gus Catengill, Live at Francesca Deli. Come by by. Sportango. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Even with the convenience of Uber and Lyft, king-size accidents can happen in a rideshare. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced in handling rideshare accidents and will fight for a king-size recovery for your injuries. Get the royal treatment you deserve at The King Firm. At The King Firm, we treat every client like royalty. If you've been injured in a rideshare crash, ring The King at 909-KING. LA20-11132. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by health grades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by health grades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. To you, my love, my heart, I surrender just as soon as I deal with yonder fender bender. Cause my ice cream truck is the way I make cash, so I'll buy you a ring when I lose this dress rash. Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but at least Progressive Commercial saves you money with personalized discounts. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm gonna make you so happy sometime next year, I hope. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. 
talk about a show where we just talk. Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. What can you do, Mr. Professor, who's uh, taking a nap over here? Well, okay, just put this on right quick, right quick. Chef Scotty, who knows where he went here? Just just real quick, just real quick. John Forcade here as well. Scotty went to go make another show. What can you get for five? Ooh, what in today's day what, and age? What games of these bets huh? is Scotty making? What, what, what are you betting on? What, what can you get? Five dollars. Uh, foot long? No, you can't even get the uh, foot long. Five dollars in the ball. Get a half it's a long. Like four, not even thing. Get a half a foot. Right? Four ninety five. <laughs> Maybe a bag <laughs> of chips. Maybe. You bag can get some chips. Well, the drink's like what? One ninety five. The bags or something. One ninety five. You being generous? Yeah, you're right. It's probably like two. Where's this at? My point Where is. Where are we getting these 195 drinks from? My, yeah, they say the same thing, 195. My point is uh, Slim Jim James on Twitter. <laughs> Respectable Slim Jim James. Oh, well, the best part about it is his, oh, that, the that's his Twitter name. The account is at, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's three O's, two H's, and then, yeah. You got to put a dig it after that, though, Slim Jim James. What are you doing? <laughs> the cream of the crop. See, I see things like that, and I really wish I would have thought out my Twitter handle. <laughs> I mean, the cheat cat underscore one seven. I mean, it's I mean, 17 is my birthday. Did you pick that, or it just came? No, you can pick it. I mean, you can okay, choose it. You know, I didn't change mine. It, name. You can still change it. made mine. I had to change mine. You can still change it. I can change it. You can absolutely change it. Something like that. Yeah. You can change Slim it to like Jim the James. Thundercat. Oh, yeah. Thundercat 17 <laughs> with three T's. Okay, better <laughs> ooh, yeah, Macho Man or the Kool-Aid guy? Oh, Macho Man. This is only a three-hour show. No, us. but more iconic. More we don't iconic, have that kind ooh, of time. Yeah. More iconic. Ooh, ooh yeah. yeah. We don't have that kind of time. Maybe I, we need to put the poll up. You can't even give me an answer, page. can you? I can't. I mean, you know I love the everyone macho man. Everyone knows. Macho man. Right, but the, but Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid man, man going, oh, yeah. Bust it through the wall. <laughs> if, I mean, because if I, if I was to go, oh, yeah, and John Fork is probably going to go, Kool-Aid man. I know. I, you know I'd go macho man. I'd go I, macho I'm man. I'd go macho, macho, macho man. Yeah. You'd go macho man. I grew up watching him. I know, actually, I know, I know the guy. I knew him. You knew him. I knew, I knew him when he was in Memphis. Yeah, I know he's long Oh, the pawfalls were big in Memphis. Did you know, did you know Elizabeth? No, but I knew, I knew, I knew. Let me tell you who I did know. You know, you know who Kimberly Bacon is? Elizabeth? Donna no. Dallas Page. No. His ex. I got oh, Kimberly. history with her. I got yeah. history with her. <laughs> we got oh, history. I, I got history with got her. History. Again, three Marla Maples. Show. I just history. knew. If, I just asked Marla if you knew her, Ma- not in the biblical Wait. sense. I just yep. knew. Yep. You, well, that, that, yep, that, that one. Because right. we're going to get back to the $5 thing in a second. <laughs> Marla Maples? Like, like President's. Yeah, that's why. I know jo- Miss Maples. She went to Georgia. Mm-hmm. My best friend back in college was Georgia. Buck Balloon, the quarterback of Georgia. Mm-hmm. He hooked us up, and we, we were good friends. We were good friends. Good friends. Yeah, we all we're good friendly. Friends. Marla and I were good friends. We're friendly. Stay tuned for uh, be friendly. sports hangover after hours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> after dig dark. deep. After dark, <laughs> dig deep this week into the, the uh, sports hangover after dark. Yes. Yeah, a little place on the West Bank. John Forcade and Marla Maples. Off, off the air, Marla Maples on the West Bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, wait to tell no you. offense. No offense. My parents lived there. I did time on the West Trust Bank. Trust me. I, I still live there. Still there. No offense. We love still the there. West Bank. I'm just saying. And let That's me just say the, this. Yeah. Back at the time when the Sugar Bowl was in New Orleans, you took any is. place you can go to, to stay and spend a couple of days. And the West Bank. My dad was a cop. He hooked, <laughs> he hooked his oldest son up. <laughs> Got me a knife. The Sergeant in Motel. <laughs> oh, 
all the, the Sugar Bowls. Is, is when, all, when Marla Maples was in was town, so, there was a lot of shit. Was, yeah, was that when the West Bank Expressway didn't Ooh. have the elevated part? What can correct, you correct. You were right. Can we get to that? There was no elevation. I didn't do anything on your phone, Scotty. Where you going, Chef Scotty? Chef Scotty. I ain't take you bets. He, he looks determined. <laughs> <laughs> he came and snatched that phone real quick. $5. Dollars. Like, what you $5 gets you into your New Orleans Saints game. Wait, what? This yeah. weekend. Five dollar. Five dollars. Section six twenty five, row twenty. Man, you can see Sputnik. From Five dollars. Are you serious? Five bucks. Five bucks. Five dollars. Seeking. Thank you to Slim Jim James at Ooh Yeah <laughs> on Twitter. I t- By the what, way, what, what? How much of the tickets in uh, section one hundred six? That's I don't know. I, mean, I got to pull up SeatGeek. I'm just saying. SeatGeek is a place to be. I got that that app on my phone. Right, That's well, usually I where I get it. my pills tickets. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The official ticket provider. Secondary is it? Is it official secondary yeah, market or ticket is, providers? Yeah. One, it's all three. It's all three things. I guess Ticketmaster is no longer doing it. Well, SeatGeek they, they partner. Like they partner with uh, with the teams. I know all my stuff is through SeatGeek. So yeah, Ticketmaster be ripping people off. Man. Yeah. They don't do that. Parking passes, all that other stuff. By the way, Jay Fowl, uh loves my plan. Which plan? My plan is, uh, you know, Andy, welcome back. It's nice. Invest in the line, and then uh, you know, oh darn, we're three win team. I just see. Caleb now Williams. Thinking, I told you last. Are we tanking for Caleb? I told I'm all about tanking for Caleb. Andy Dalton. Don't be surprised. We're good for tanking for Caleb? Andy, I wouldn't even think it's tanking. Okay. If so, Andy gets me to Caleb, I love Andy. Let How me about say that? this. I, 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 put, I, put it, I put it to you like this. I was talking to Rafael Esparza earlier yeah. on one of that. And I showed, I read him the list of quarterbacks yes. that you were talking about yesterday. Yep. And I was like, what are the odds? Who, who's got the highest odds on this list? Now, the first name he said was the same name, the uh, first name that John said earlier, David Carr. Sure. Carr is one of your more likely Derek, guys. Derek Carr. Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Not, I'm thinking about Currently under but contract Derek and cost Carr. you 100 mil. But then you, but still. A lot more than $5. Option. Like he's an option. Uh, Baker Mayfield was another name that he brought up. And he'll be a free option. agent. Yeah, he'll be a free agent. He's a guy. Danny Benitez right on Twitter, another great one, at Yogi Bear 54 <laughs> And it's spelled B-A-R-E, huh? Oh. Huh? Not, oh. not B-A-A-R. So he'll hey, be boo-boo. He says, what about Cooper Rush? For the Saints, that quarterback, he is a well, we've heard that all year. Twenty twenty three. We've heard that since the beginning of the season. That's what I'm saying. Well, people have been like, go "Why get not somebody. go get Cooper Rush? That's perfect." I don't. And then you're a three win team. Oh well. <laughs> no, you should <laughs> go get Caleb Williams. Shame. That's my point. <laughs> you trying to win now, Gus? I, you can try all you want. <laughs> There's nothing wrong when it didn't happen. I can try to dunk tomorrow when you I go, go to take the New Cooper Orleans Rush Rockets. over. A- Trubisky? I can go to the Smoothie King Center tomorrow and oh, attempt to dunk over, Trubisky. over and over and over again. He'd take me as the Saints quarterback over Trubisky. Who? Give the kid a chance. You. Mitch is terrible. I don't think he's terrible. I just think he's misunderstood. Kind of, I don't know about you know? misunderstood. <laughs> he was I, that look, bad when he, when he helped Chicago go to the playoffs. Did he, oh, make, did he go to the playoffs? Did he go to the playoffs? Didn't they make the playoffs with him? Answer me yes. That's the simple question I'm asking. Was he the quarterback when they made the playoffs, Gus? Yes. Was he the QB in Chicago when they made the playoffs? Was Rex Grossman and, the quarterback and, when they went to the Super Bowl? And, and it wasn't Gus. Doug. You know it wasn't what? Doug. Was the guy you know what? Uh, the, uh, uh, the running quarterback. 
They had a left-hander. As much as yeah, I, I as, as, as much as I like to say it has something to do with me, Galen Tom Benson donated a lot of money to Brother Martin. That had nothing to do with me. That's Who like me oh, claiming that about, I had something to do with Jim it. How about Jim McMahon taking the Bears for the quarterback? What about Sid Luckman? Jim McMahon Let's made plays. Let's talk about plays, Sid Luckman. One eye, too. Come on. Jim McMahon made plays. He at the least punky like, well, When they made the playoffs with the Bears, he had to have made <laughs> some on, plays. Man. Jim McMahon. Mitch. Carlson Wentz. Didn't he make him? He was going to be MVP until he blew a knee out. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Uh, hey. Saul says tank for Caleb and still draft Michael Pratt. I like again. Yeah, I, I, I there's a lot now. of options. Shout out to the waves. I, I like Jordan Daniels, even though Scott over here thinks he's terrible. Who? Well. Scott? He thinks he's he's, he's upset that what, he's coming back to LSU. Jane Daniels. So. Oh, come on, dude. You know what, yeah, Jane I hit Daniels? Mr. Nelson no. first. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. It is. Another one. Oh, oh, are you serious? Better quarterback, Jane Daniels or your old miss quarterback? Dart? Matt Corral. Oh, I like Matt Corral. Matt Corral just you got Corral hurt. might be available. Caroline. You think go so? Hit him. Corral? No, Carolina got like 15, 15 quarterbacks. quarterbacks that's what I'm saying. They, but they got to cut him. Saul also says, as we wrap up our number two, we'll come back and continue this discussion after the break. Do you take a flyer in Jordan Love? I think there are a lot of teams that are going to be calling. Oh yeah, they will. The Packers. He just, he's Love. fresh. I mean, right, yeah. Why not? Give him a shot. He didn't look too bad when he came in earlier no, this year. I so give him a shot. Get him. Yeah. Well, why not? You that's get it. But that's a quarterback. That's fine if you want to use picks and stuff like that. I'm not doing that for Carr, Pennsylvania, Mitchell. I'm going to cook a Subway Trubisky. I just no, none cook of those guys. But you're going to Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush ain't going to cost me draft picks and that much money. Neither will Trubisky or Carson Wentz. They're going to get released. That's it. That's all the time I got for hour two. 800-998-1003. Whose side are you on? I'm all on the – it's kind of like the, the whole, you know, election. and 2024, black and gold back again or whatever like that. That's what I'm saying. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls.